Today's episode is sponsored to you by Kai Kai's Cookies. Kyla's Cookies, if they're anything like her father's wonderful leadership, then they might be okay. Maybe. Probably not. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. Welcome to Info Horrors. We're your hosts. I'm Nat. I'm Sam. And today we're talking about 2020's biggest conspiracy theory. Or I guess it's not a conspiracy theory anymore because it actually came true. Jab passports, everybody. They all come true, don't they? <laughs> it looks that way. It looks that way. Birds aren't real. Wait, what? Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, so for those of you who are unjabbed, like San and I, welcome to the world of being a second class citizen. Woohoo! <laughs> the wine is great. Um, <laughs> so some of you may know September 1st, Ontario revealed their vaccine passport system for restaurants, gyms, and theaters, you know, non-essential businesses, yeah. non-essential according to our current prime minister and Doug Ford. Okay. So let's talk a little bit though about what a vaccine passport in Ontario means because Doug fraud Ford, sorry, Freudian slip. Um, he flip-flopped on this like mm -hmm. Fauci flip-flop Ford. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even... It was like, what, six or seven months ago when he said he would not be um, pushing for a vaccine passport because he didn't want a two-tiered society. Yeah, that was as recently as he reiterated that as, as recently as a couple of weeks ago. He said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to create. Yeah, so I want to know why he's doing it. Like, obviously, this is a huge coercion tactic. I mean, I read, I think, on Narcity or BlogTO that um, since the announcement, um, appointments to get your vaccine have, like, spiked. Yeah. So people are scared. They, they feel backed into a corner. They don't want to lose their jobs. Yeah. They want to go to a restaurant, a Gen Eggs, hopefully. Wait, <laughs> our favorite sponsor. But, you know, like we can't blame people for, I guess, caving at this point because that's that's a huge threat. Yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of people who were on the fence about getting it and were really like holding skeptical out skeptical and holding out. Yeah. And this is just... The final, the, the last final, straw. The final push, yeah, the final straw. And they yeah. can't handle the pressure. And I don't, it's it's tough. I mean, so many doctors and nurses and not that, like, they're quitting. I'm seeing online, yeah. they're, they're quitting. And it's that's an interesting point, too, because if our hospitals have been so overwhelmed this past year and now they're just firing nurses or letting nurses just walk out, I mean, how full were the hospitals, really? Yeah, you can't be that in need for... Yeah, if you're willing to let your frontline workers go. Yeah. Like, it's just... It makes... It honestly makes no sense. Yeah, and also that that's the thanks that they get after, you yeah. know, being the heroes of the the pandemic. Yeah. No, they were banging pots for the, the nurses and social workers, too. They were banging pots when I was at work and yep. now even social workers they have to get um they're they're getting vaxxed and now they're yeah. just minimized to the title of anti-vaxxers so thank you for your service you stupid anti-vaxxer get out like yeah. you know yeah this is the world that we live in um but why are they pushing for this so much like for example Teresa tam uh back in the day when vaccines hadn't even come out yet said that to reach herd immunity, it needed to be 70% 70, 70 of the population in Canada need to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Now it's 100, 100% yeah. of those eligible. Yeah, well, according to some definitions, they changed it halfway through the pandemic, like what herd immunity actually means. They're changing definitions of words and terms to suit their narrative. Yeah. 
no, that's great. It's like being in university all over again, yet it's real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, people, when this announcement, um, when this announcement was made, people were like shocked by it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've been posturing ourselves for this mm-hmm. for the last like two years. We knew this was going to, we knew this was going to happen. I'm a little surprised that people are shocked by this. We're not shocked. We were hoping that it wouldn't get to this point. Yeah. We thought protests would do something. With, yeah. But no, it doesn't matter. Everything people have been doing and fighting against, it didn't matter. It yeah, was it's all, all for naught. Yeah. I think what's really interesting, too, is to just know how the government has really been priming us these, these past two years. Because, you know, it started with two weeks to slow the spread, 18 weeks to slow the spread, 18 weeks to stop the spread, masks to stop the spread. Mm-hmm. And now it's 40 jabs for life, Susan, or else you're, you're toast. Yeah. All these people who think it's going to end at one jab or one, like, yeah. No, you're going to be jabbed for life. And I guess that's another thing, though. So, okay, you're fully vaccinated now. You download your little app. You can go to Gen Egg's restaurants. Woohoo. But, like, what happens if you're behind on your receiving your 18th dose? Then yeah. what? You're a second class citizen like the rest of us? Yeah. What happens if you, after your fifth booster, you just can't take anymore? You're, you're... You drop dead. Wait. <laughs> or that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully not. Controversial. <laughs> no. What happens then? Do you stop being allowed into businesses yeah it's kind of like like i wonder if like what's gonna happen is like young people get their like 18th doses they party it out and then they're like i'm tired i don't need my jabs anymore i don't need to go to gen eggs bars <laughs> like you know it's like they just use it as like a party thing and then yeah. they're done anyway yeah but okay can so doug ford flip-flop ford has completely screwed his voter base mm-hmm. completely screwed us and I do think this speaks to a bigger thing as well, because Aaron O'Toole had, I think he had previously mentioned that he also wasn't going to be pushing for vaccine passports, yeah. and now now he's okay with it, or yeah. he's kind of silent on the topic. Doug Ford. No, uh, Aaron O'Toole. Oh, Aaron O'Toole. Yeah, Aaron O'Toole has not, he's kind of like just lurking in the shadows. He's not one or the other. What does that mean? No, what do he we- has said. He says that he re- will require everyone uh, in the party. Yeah. To be double vaccinated. Yeah. And he also said that he is going to help implement the vaccine passport. This is what I read uh, today or yesterday. Okay, that's what I thought too. It's it's interesting because people are still coming at me talking about how they want to vote strategically this election. And I'm like, you're literally voting for Trudeau light. Yeah. They say anyone but Trudeau. So yeah. that's why they're voting conservative. Yeah. Because they feel like that's the only way to get Trudeau out. But it's your argument doesn't work. It doesn't work anymore because. No, it doesn't work at all. And he's on board with the passports. He's a liberal. Yeah, he is. And I would just like to say to those of you considering voting conservative, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your vote. But the biggest argument I hear is, oh, um, if I vote for Maxime Bernier, I'm splitting the conservative vote. But if if you're voting NDP, you're technically splitting the liberal vote and Justin Trudeau still manages to secure a minority government. So that argument doesn't make sense. It's not taking away votes from anyone. No, it's not. So please vote for your values because <laughs> vaccine passports are like that is the only person against them is Maxime Bernier. Yeah, the only federal party that is against it. Yeah. And um, we're seeing a huge... Um, should we get into the how it's affecting the elections? This, this yeah, campaign? yeah. Let's talk about it. 
yeah, just apologies for my dog over there. We had to, I had to bring him. But Mr. yes, Bonds. so when it comes to the elections, um, it's been uh, some of the candidates have actually said that they're not able to participate in their local um, debates. Yep. Because some of the venues are requiring double vaccines to right. be to get into the building. Yeah. And also, Maxime uh, is not allowed to, he's not allowed to, well, he is allowed, but he'd have to quarantine if he wants to campaign in the east, some of the eastern provinces. Right. He'd have to quarantine for two weeks, um, which makes it pointless because the election, like, he doesn't have the time to quarantine. Yes. But for anyone who's interested in, because he's not going to be able to participate in the federal leaders to be the the big big shebang yeah. one yeah so um if anyone doesn't know by now if maxime will be tweeting live tweeting during the actual debate so go to his twitter if you don't have twitter sign up for twitter yeah follow him and he's <laughs> going to be answering all the questions as they are asked that is a really good idea maxime bernier if yeah. you're watching i know short you are. answers he's going to tweet quick short answers and the next day he'll have um French. he'll be with uh viva viva fry mm-hmm. they'll be together and talking about um the french the debates. debates yeah no the, the the leaders debate that's great and yeah. you know what i bet his tweets will get more uh, a bigger audience than cbc will that night oh for so, sure so everyone check it out that's really fun yeah. um yeah, really interesting. And I think also it's important to talk about just on the note of like conservatives. Aaron O'Toole has also fired several candidates for not for either being outspoken against vaccine passports or for not being vaccinated. So Yeah, I don't we've lost count of how many, but I know I we mentioned know. it in a previous episode. Yeah. There's at least two yeah. um, fed, uh, MPs yeah. who were sacked. Yeah. And uh MPPs who were Yeah. Yeah. So Conservative Party isn't conservative. I just feel like Doug Ford's actions this this whole pandemic have really proven that. But his implement, implementation implementation of the vaccine passports is just proof. If that's not enough proof for you that the conservatives are not conservative anymore, there is no hope for you. Mm-hmm. There is no hope for you. Yeah. If you um, want this thing to end, you know who to vote for. Chris Sky. Wait. <laughs> Just that running. died. That died. A oh yeah, I quick thought he death. was running, but I guess not. Anyway, no, I mean Maxime Bernier. Um, <laughs> so, also, we should talk about more of like this, like the societal implications of this, because okay, so businesses now have to requ- they're requiring proof of vaccination for you to enter their business, but. What's fascinating to me is the same people who are pushing for vaccine passports mm-hmm. are the same people who wanted these businesses locked down the last two years. So why are you catering to these people who didn't give a crap whether you survived the pandemic or not as a business? Right. Like, it's just, it's cuckoo, like businesses. You, now is your time. Now is your time to really just stand up and fight because if all of the businesses just stood together in unity and opened and or didn't require proof of vaccination and just didn't play the government's game this would be over yeah um speaking of the businesses like you we can tell quick stories or i know we have before uh, stories about uh how the feeling the it's changed yeah um people are we know which ones which businesses are going to require them yeah gen egg 
Wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I went to just a quick story. Like, well, I went out last night yeah. with the dude. Yeah. And we went bar hopping downtown, not Fun. in Kensington. Kensington's actually really good about, yeah. I don't think they will require um, vaccine passports, but. Um, Spray gardens. That, yeah. <laughs> Owned by Gen Egg. <laughs> no, but the Rex, for example, the Rex yeah. uh, Blues, Jazz Blues Bar. Yeah. Um, they're, they've been open and their patio is open. Yeah. And they have a band behind the plexiglass. Okay. And it looks very depressing yeah we peeked in the window there was almost nobody there it was a saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and that's what it was and no one on the patio even right and we tried to see if we could get get in and they wouldn't um ex- if we didn't sign in and wear a mask and everything so it's right. like they don't even want your business they don't want the business they're not actually going to survive yeah because this is how they're treating their cust- their patrons or potential patrons. And- no, that's that's a really good point. And one of the things my husband and I talk about all the time, like why we weren't really outraged even um, by this announcement about vaccine passports is that service is just like rest. The restaurant experience is, has been ruined by mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. Like you're right. The masking, the signing in the like the servers are like frazzled and they like they have to wear a mask like there's no joy in the experience anymore and i think a lot of the servers are actually um there's a lot of turnover yeah and a lot of the old servers are at home collecting serb serb or whatever it is yeah so i see so much turnover even at like a local coffee shop or something Mm -hmm. it's always new people and if you're not really if if your tone turnover is a new s- server every day two weeks <laughs> yeah you're not getting good service either yeah no for sure because everyone's just like training all day long yeah, which is another reason why the businesses will people will stop frequenting these businesses no that's a really good point and i think just the biggest thing that we as unjabbed or even jabbed citizens need to do in this time is not support any business that enforces the vaccine passport. Yeah. Because we have been like on the front lines fighting against COVID lockdowns and trying to support small businesses for like however long this has been, what, almost two years. Yeah. We have been the ones, the anti-maskers, the anti-vaxxers, you know? And, yeah. And you're, these businesses are now pandering to people who don't give a crap about them. And it's just such a slap in the face to those of us who actually have been fighting this yeah. for them. Yeah. Like, we don't own a small business. Yeah. I don't care. But I don't want you to close. Grey Gardens? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if that one. But there is actually this um, I want to mention, and I can't think of the name right now. I can't find it in the notes, but we'll, we'll link it in the Description, thingy. yeah. Yeah. There's a Facebook page. There's multiple yes. Facebook pages, but yeah. there's one... Um, and it just started maybe a couple of weeks ago, and it's already over 100,000 members. Yeah. It was 44,000 last time I checked or something, but now there's so many. Yeah, Ontario and, Businesses Against the Health Pass. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. And they're even being, like, uh, shadow banned or censored or whatever. But, of course. And people in Ontario basically um, um, saying that they're not, their business or their place of work will not require proof. They won't discriminate. Yeah. And... There is just so much response to that, that um, there's been people, and we'll link this in the comments, um, who made like spreadsheets or yep. whatever they're called. Yep. 
and an actual website where that lists and or and groups all these businesses according to location and town and yeah. city and everything. So no. please, like these are the businesses that you want to frequent. These are the this is where you want to give your money. Yeah, there's there's definitely hope in that regard. But I also would just like to say. If you're someone who's vaccinated, like Godspeed, number one. Uh, but number two, I really hope if you're a conservative or I identify with like the conservative ideology and just respect and value freedom in general, that you not go and play this game either. Like, don't go to restaurants. Stay home with the rest of us. Yeah, I'm you know? reading a lot of that. Um, that's people good. who are who did choose to get vaccinated, and we are pro-choice, right? If yeah. that's what you wanted, if you wanted to get a jab, then whatever. Yeah, um, Godspeed. But <laughs> no, these people at the same time, that doesn't mean they want the two-tiered society. Absolutely. They, they don't agree with the passports. No, for sure. Not everyone's the Toronto star. <laughs> Even though there are people who actually do feel like we, sh- they should be, have... Yeah, like they're a higher tier in society than us. Yeah, well, I would like to just talk about the Toronto Star quickly. Yeah. The front page, uh, August 26th. Um, the, this is the front page of the mainstream news in Toronto, okay? If an unvaccinated person catches it from someone vaccinated, boo-hoo, too bad. I have no empathy left for the willfully unvaccinated. unvaccinated. Let them die. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's so disturbing that they had that on their front cover. The front, they're getting sloppy though. That's That's why, okay, we will talk about this a bit more, but I feel really hopeful because... The government is very blatant and outspoken about all this stuff. They're getting a little cocky. Like that front page is cocky. Is it cocky? It is cocky. It's is it sloppy? Yes, but it's also they just got an injection of of federal funds. Yeah. During. That's a good point as well. Yeah. yeah. We know we know PM True Daddy loves to loves to spread our taxpayer dollars into the MSM. So yeah, they keep getting these big bailouts for sure yeah for sure but i just think how arrogant do you have to be to write this yeah like how arrogant yeah it's just very weird to me and it's like normal sane respectable human beings jabbed or unjabbed are gonna would hopefully read that and be like uh that's like literally evil yeah it's very chilling just to see those words yeah it's chilling um but i would like to talk now a bit about why we really shouldn't care too much about this. Like why there's hope and we're not like, we're not screwed per se, even though we are second second class class citizens. citizens. Yeah. You know, I think it's important to address. Well, I'm hopeful. Me too. Based on a lot of uh, uh, the public reaction. Yeah. And also um, seeing the PPC candidates and Maxime Bernier, seeing the pictures and the videos uh, and the protests around the world of people not complying and yeah. not on board with the with that. That gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think too, like, this is very spiritual. It's spiritual warfare and emotional warfare. And I think like it's just so important right now if you like identify with the Christian faith just to remember that like God is in control. Like there's only so much fighting we can do. Mm-hmm. We've done we've done quite a bit. I know so many of our listeners are have been active freedom fighters as well, but at the end of the day all you can do is what you do. Yeah. Like it's not it's beyond this whole vaccine passport thing is really beyond our control to an extent. Yeah. And we need not 
dwell on it for yeah. too long, you know? Um, Pastor Tim Stevens from Fairview Baptist Church in Alberta, you might have seen him in the videos where he had to go to prison for <laughs> keeping his church open. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a good quote um, in his latest newsletter or something. He said, it's righteous to not comply with unrighteous laws. Yeah. And that Amen. really stuck with me. So, no, that's that's a very good point. And I think, like, it's just one of those things where I really think, and sorry to those of you who aren't Christian and who are listening to this, but maybe you can learn something from this as well. But I really think this is just such a, sh- like, a shake-up spiritually. Like, mm-hmm. I really think that God is, like, trying to shake up the church to, like, just stand up and fight, mm-hmm. you know? Like, because... Christians historically are fighters. I mean, look at Afghanistan right now. Yeah. Like the, this, the, the attack on Christians there is just like, it's insane. And these people are literally willing to die for their faith. Like, yeah, you know, and here we are sitting at home. You know, it's funny because we, we talked about this earlier, but when I was in BC, a lot of my friends were like, I didn't know how bad it was in Ontario. And then it's mm-hmm. like, well, jokes on you, BC, because your vaccine passport's worse than ours. Like yeah. there is no safe space in Canada. So it's just really, it's just time for us to just stand up and fight for what's true and right and pure and lovely, you know? I'm I'm just, I feel like so many people are still kind of apathetic and apolitical and it's like, this is your last chance to fight for a better future. Yeah, it actually is. This is literally it. Yeah. Like we've already, we already did an episode recently on communism, like check it out, um, YouTube, anywhere else you stream your podcast, but like this vaccine passport is, it is communism. Yeah. Like this is a social credit system Mm -hmm. and we need to fight it. So do that, (laughs) do that. And I just, I wrote something that kind of sums a lot of this up. Um, I'm just going to read it. Um, I kind of already, I'm just kind of reiterating some of the things we've already said, but So this is not just a spiritual war. This is an emotional one. To anyone who doesn't want to engage in this war, I'm sorry, but you don't have a choice anymore. You were born for such a time as this to fight. There's no room in society for people to be apolitical and apathetic. This is black and white, good versus evil. People can no longer sit back while the rest of us speak out and stand up. We must fight for our freedoms, which are fleeting. We must fight for a better future. This is your final call to action. So. That's good. Thanks. (laughs) Um running for prime minister (laughs) (laughs) anyway so um don't live in fear if you're being threatened uh you know to lose your job or whatever if you don't get vaccinated like have a little faith in god have faith in your community people will stand up for you people will support you financially or whatever like to any of my friends who lose their job for not getting jabbed you can come move in for free (laughs) wait you still have friends (laughs) 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 <laughs> we'll see after this but, I lost all mine yeah well there's that too um, but you know you're not alone though there are so there are so many Canadians I'd argue millions of Canadians who are willing to fight this out with you so please hold like stand true to your values hold firm like just you've made it this far don't cave now you know yeah okay bye bye <laughs> <laughs>